Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in this world. I hope you are blessed and highly favored. Giving honor to the Most High. Yeah, I wanted to come in because I'm doing segments on black inventors and the massacres that occurred in the United States of America. And one of the things that I keep coming across in these articles um, is always highlighted the Great Migration. So I felt I needed to come in here and um, and talk about that or read about that. So really quickly, the Great Migration, 1915 through 1960. The Great Migration was the mass movement of about 5 million Southern blacks to the North and West between 1915 and 1960. During the initial wave, the majority of migrants moved to major northern cities such as Chicago, Illinois, Detroit, Michigan, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and New York, New York by World War II. The migrants continued to move north, but many of them headed west to Los Angeles, Oakland, San Francisco, California, Portland, Oregon, and Seattle, Washington. The first large movement of blacks occurred during World War I when black Southerners moved north. In the 1920s, another 800,000 blacks left the South, followed by 398,000 blacks in the 1930s. Between 1940 and 1960, over 3 million blacks left the South for Northern and Western cities. The economic motivations for migration were a combination of the desire to escape oppressive economic conditions in the South and the promise of greater prosperity in the North. Since their emancipation from slavery, Southern rural Blacks had suffered in a plantation economic economy that offered little chance of advancement. While a few Blacks were lucky enough to purchase land, most were sharecroppers, tenant farmers, or farm laborers barely subsiding from year to year. When World War I created a huge demand for workers in Northern factories, many Southern Blacks took this opportunity to, the, to leave the oppressive economic condition in the South. The Northern demand for workers was a result of the loss of 5 million men who left to serve in the armed forces, as well as the restricted restriction of foreign immigration. Some sectors of this economy were so desperate for workers at this time that they would pay for blacks to migrate north. The Pennsylvania Railroad needed workers so badly that it paid the travel expenses of 1,200 blacks. The Illinois Central Railroad, along with many steel mill factories and tanneries, similarly provided free railroad passes for blacks. World War I was the first time since emancipation that black labor was in demand outside of the agriculture South, and the economic promise was enough for many blacks to overcome substantial challenges to migrate. In addition to migrating for job opportunities, blacks also moved North in order to escape the oppressive conditions of the South. 
Some of the main social factors for migration included lynching, an unfair legal system, inequality in education, and denial of suffrage. The Great Migration was one of the largest internal migrations in the history of the United States. Changed forever, the urban north, the rural south, African Americans in many respects, the entire nation. So that's just a synopsis about the Great Migration. So, in 1865, Reconstruction Amendments, 1865 and 1870, Amendment, and we discussed the amendments, we discussed the Constitution, and we also discussed the amendments on this podcast. So, Amendments 13 through 15 are called the Reconstruction Amendment, both because they were the first enacted right after the Civil War, and because all addressed questions related to the legal and political status of African Americans. Thirteen. So Amendment 13. Passed by Congress January 31st, 1865. Ratified December 6th, 1865. Note, a portion of Article I don't know that Roman numeral Section 2 of the Constitution was superseded by the 13th Amendment. Section 1, neither slavery nor involuntary servitude except as a punishment for crime. And this is where prison um, school to prison pipeline happens. Whereof, so, li- so remember that. So it says neither slavery nor involuntary servitude except as a punishment for crime. So this is how you create the, the, the school to pipeline um, thing. Whereof the party shall have duly convicted shall exist within the United States or any place subject to their jurisdiction. Section 2, Congress shall have the power to enforce this article by appropriate legislation. So you couldn't enslave us anymore as slaves. So you came up. um, So you came up with the the school to pipeline, prison to pipeline thing. That's basically the proof of it right there. In the in the Constitution amendments, it's the proof right there. So the next amendment passed by Congress, this is um, Amendment 14, June 3rd, 1866, ratified July 9th, 1868. No, Article 1, Section 2 of the Constitution was modified by Section 2 of the 14th Amendment. Section 1, all persons born of naturalized in the United States and subject to the jurisdiction thereof are citizens of the United States and of the states wherein they reside. No state shall make or enforce any law which shall abridge the privileges or immunities of citizens of the United States, nor shall any state deprive any person of life, liberty, or property without due process or law, nor deny to any person within its jurisdiction the equal protection of law. Section 2. Representatives shall be apported among the several states according to their respective numbers, counting the whole number of persons in each state, excluding Indians not taxed. But when the right to vote at any election for the choice of electors for president and vice president of the United States, representatives in Congress, the executive and judicial officers of the state, or the members of the legislature thereof is denied to any of the male inhabitants of such state between 21 years of age and citizens of the United States are in any way abridged 
except for participation in rebellion or other crime. The basis of representation therein shall be reduced in the proportion which the numbers of such male citizens shall bear to the whole number of male citizens 21 years of age in such states. The sad part about that is you don't even include women. And I'm not a feminist at all, but you don't include women in that. Section 3. No person shall be a senator or representative in Congress or elector of a president or vice president or hold any office, civil or military, under the United States or under any state who haven't previously taken an oath as a member of Congress. So what I'm understanding is you're not supposed to hold any of these things if you are a member of Congress or as an officer of the United States or as a member of any state legislator or as an executive or judicial officer of any state to support the Constitution of the United States shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same or given aid or comfort to the enemies thereof. But Congress may by vote of two thirds of each house remove such disability. So that's kind of saying that because Trump, you started that insurrection, you can't run for presidency again. Y'all might want to think on that and read that. Section four, the validity of the public debt of the United States authorized by law, including debts incurred for payment of pensions and bounties for service in suppressing insurrection or rebellion shall not be questioned. But neither United States nor any state shall assume or pay any debt or obligation incurred in aid of insurrection or rebellion against the United States. Excuse me, or any claim for the loss of emancipation of any slave, but all such debts, obligations, and claims shall be held illegal and void. Section 5. The Congress shall have the power to enforce, enforce by appropriate legislation the provision of this article, changed by Section 1 of the 26th Amendment. Amendment 15, I think this is. Passed by Congress February 26, 1869, ratified February 3rd, 1870. The right of citizens of the United States to vote shall be denied or abridged by the United States or by any state on account of race, color, or previous conditions or servitude. Section 2. The Congress shall have the power to enforce this article by appropriate legislation. Everything should be done by um, legislation. So reconstruction is one thing and there's amendments to reconstruction. So I'm just asking you guys to read the constitution, read the amendments to the constitution, because in order for us to get back on track, to get back on track and take this seriously, we have to remind these politicians that they work for us. And there is a lot of people sitting on Senate seats, sending Congress seats and presidents and vice president seats that ain't supposed to be there. So we need to do our research and we need to dissect things. Now I could be misreading it or not understanding it. And that's the whole reason why you have to do your research and study it. But at the end of the day, the government is supposed to work for the people. You're not, you want, you owed us 40 acres in the mule. That's what was promised to our ancestors. But yet you took that and you didn't take it by how you stated in your own constitution that you wrote up by legislation. You just took it because like Tariq Nasheed said, I'm white and I say so. So once again, we're not having these reparation town halls and in, 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 in committee meetings pay what you owe. So we need to do 
all of us need to do our due diligence on, I'm giving you a synopsis here. I'm giving you the synopsis so that you will get up and go do the research yourself and stop sitting in front. It's okay to listen to people, right? It's okay because there's some people out here way smarter than me who know way more about this than I do. But it's still my job to go do more research myself. So we need to understand the Constitution. We need to understand the amendments to the Constitution. We need to understand the same rules that they playing by because the same rules that they playing by, we can use for ourselves also. So at the end of the day, we need to know our history. We need to know the good, the bad, the ugly, and the indifferent about our history. So moving forward, we can build better foundations and do things differently because you're trying to repeat history, but we're not going to let that happen. And you have to make sacrifices to do it. So at the end of the day, go do some research about the Great Migration and go do some um, research about Reconstruction and the amendments to the Reconstruction. So with that being said, you know, take time out in your day. I went the other day to the to the beach. Me and my husband had to turn my car in to get the uh, oil change. So we went down to the beach because it's right by the beach. And it was the most beautiful thing because I got to see the dolphins. And that calmed me down a lot. Because I'm always telling you guys, take time off, shut it off. And I hadn't done it myself. So I have to practice what I preach. And I always tell y'all on here, I'm never going to come with y'all with a lie and if it is a lie i don't know it's a lie and i'm gonna come apologize for it so i had to take time off for myself so it was a beautiful time me and my husband sitting out there by the beach talking to my uncle on the phone and looking at the dolphins so take time out to yourself shut it off um find you a space and, and meditate prepare speak to the most high so he can speak to your soul and spirit so he can guide you on the path to inspire teach encourage each other so that we can grow as a people, as a black community, and aspire to do better, to be better, to get the truth out here, to make this world better for our children, our grandchildren. We have to do the work, including myself. I hold myself to that same standard. I'm not telling you all to do nothing that I'm not trying to do myself. And yes, sometimes I fall short and I don't feel like it. Like I wasn't on here for a week and I apologize for that. But I hope somebody is learning something from these, from these messages. I hope somebody is inspired because it's, I'm tired of these politicians talking about change and they not making any change to any community, not just the black community to any community, not near none of them. So at the end, I mean, sorry, except for the Asian, y'all got billions of dollars. So, at the end of the day, I hope this is inspiring someone to get up. Get up. Get up. 